Hello, this is Victoria Vandenberg with the Biscuits Buttered Podcast. This is a podcast where you will have a safe space. Everything will be peaceful, everything will be calm, it will be serene. This is a place that you can come to after maybe a yoga sesh. Maybe you've had a little nosh of food at your local uh, restaurant. Maybe you've went by and your barista has made you uh, kombucha. And now you can listen to this wonderful podcast as you as you take a walk through nature and enjoy your life. Because there's no rage here. There's no, there's no negativity. It's just all peace and love and joy. Please come join me on the Biscuits Buttered Podcast, where all we do is talk about life, love, and just being the best version of ourselves. Biscuits buttered. Uh, I'm calm now. I'm calm now. Everything's fine. I've calmed down. I had a salad. I had a salad. I smoked a cigarette. Uh, I'm currently drinking another. I poured me another sweet tea. Uh, and we wanted to record another podcast this week to make up because we fell behind last week on not recording a podcast. So uh, I'm. Sorry for my complete meltdown in episode 50. Uh, I kind of lost it towards the end. Um, But just know that this is a podcast that you can relax, you can enjoy. We're cool people. We're beatnik. We're fucking beatniks now. I'm hiccuping because I just... I actually did just have a salad and uh, started drinking a bunch of sweet tea. But... This is a podcast where you can relax, you can chill, you can have fun. We're cool people. We're beatniks, all right? We have intellectual conversations where we talk about politics and philosophy and life and good food and traveling and love and everything that goes with life. And and that is what this podcast is about. It's about me and my life and my frustrations and my anxiety and my my rage. That's what the last podcast was about. If you want to hear me losing my shit, listen to the last podcast, episode 50, where I lose my shit, and you see the untethered, the untethered rage I unleash uh, over just existing and having people poke and prod me uh, with their bullshit uh, and all their problems. Because, you know, a lot of times I don't realize, you know, like when people come at you with a lot of different things when they're being negative they're actually revealing their bullshit as well they're revealing their uh, pent up emotions and anxieties and everything else and that's why they're being mean to you is they have their own issues that they need to deal with themselves and uh, sometimes you know I need to take that into account you know you need to view all other human beings as uh, just try to view them as children as babies because a lot of times we don't do that. We'll see like a 50-year-old a that's like yelling the N-word at somebody. And just view that person as a baby and go, what happened to that person? How did that person get to that place where they're yelling the, an N-word at some lady using her, I don't know, using her food stamps in public? And, you know, because I've, I've seen that. I live in Alabama. Okay, I've seen that before. I've seen this situation. I've literally, one time I was in the... Uh, Jasper Mall and a lady started yelling the n-word at all these Kmart employees because they accused her of stealing because she was stealing because <laughs> she actually was stealing uh, but they let her get away actually they just made her take off the dress and uh, she uh, uh, called them all the n-word but okay and for some reason she looked at me I guess I look like a racist she looked at me ain't that right look at this n-word and I'm sitting like I'm sitting here in a state of shock, and I'm like, oh my god, why is she looking at me? Why is she talking to me? Why is she yelling that at me? Like, I'm going to stand up and go, that's right! Let's get these ends! You know, like, like I'm going to fucking go along with it. And I'm just like, what the fuck, lady? Chill the fuck out! I'm not a white supremacist. I don't believe in all this shit. Oh my goodness. I guess I look racist. I don't know. She just thought that I was... The Grandmaster, whatever, Grand Wizard, whatever you want to call it. I was that guy to her. And I'm just like, I like the ends. Don't don't associate me with the 
we're saying the N word. I like the ends. I love the ends. I've sucked off an N before. Wait. Maybe I need to rephrase that. <laughs> but, you know, like you have people that literally like, you know, come up to you and are like, oh, you're racist and shit. It's like, no, I'm not. And don't associate me with you saying the N-word because I don't say the N-word. I joke about the N-word, obviously, on this podcast because this is a comedy podcast. I am trying to entertain people. I'm trying to be funny. I love... I love the African-American community. I've literally, um, I've sucked off, how many, I've sucked off a lot of black people, okay? Um, yeah, so I think that gives me like a little cred. Um, so yeah, there's that. You know, I guess that's the, the, like the new version of I voted for Obama. You know, people like run around like, I'm not racist, I voted for Obama. I sucked off a bunch of black dudes. I sucked off a black dude in a dorm once. So that makes me not racist. Uh. <laughs> Look, I can't I can't express what I have in my heart, okay? I can't express what I have in my heart. I have nothing but love and joy and serenity in my heart, obviously. It comes across on this podcast, right? What the fuck? I love everyone. And uh, yes, I got a little worked up last podcast got a little heated it got 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 got, got it, 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 the, the volcano erupted but we're good now we've had our salad we've had our uh uh our cigarette uh we've had uh, some tea and uh, maybe with a little shot of tequila in it don't tell anybody i'm on the road right now um and we're good to go there's nothing but love here and that's what this podcast is about i i want you all to start doing yoga. I want you all to start going to therapy with better help, all that stuff. I want you to be self-reflective. I want you to focus on your lives. I want you to improve your lives. I want you to do everything. That's what this podcast is about. It's a it's a positive podcast. It's a positive podcast where we only say positive things and uh uh you know you're you're going to be better off for having listened to this podcast. That's all I'll say on that. that that's what Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg is all about. It's all about positivity, good thoughts, cool vibes, cool people. Uh, we're now bohemians. We're now hipsters. And uh, I just want to be around cool people, as I expressed in the last episode. I just want to be around cool people from now on who can actually have a conversation without, like, trying to accuse you of some kind of thing they heard on Jordan Peterson or accuse you of something they heard on whatever fucking podcast and stupid bullshit nowadays that they listen to. You know, like when you hear these narratives, like you'll hear narratives from the left. Everything's about race. If you're white, you're an oppressor and you have to apologize to everybody and you're the fucking problem and silence is violence and all this shit. And it's like, Okay, that's complete, utter bullshit and nonsense. And then you have the rights like, well, they're a bunch of snowflakes and victims and just liberals and they need their safe spaces and all this stuff and they got their liberal arts degrees and they don't deserve to have their student loans forgiven and all this stuff. It's like, I don't want to hear it. We reject all that stuff here on this podcast and we have a an intellectual conversation where we can actually admit like, hey, there's truth on this side, there's truth on that side. And there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of opinions and things going on that, you know, we need to be able to have an honest, open discussion about and be able to express ourselves without having people accuse us of being a witch or whatever, you know. So uh, that's basically what this podcast is about. And yes, I get worked up sometimes. Yes, I skirt the rules sometimes. Maybe I say stuff just like the joke I did earlier. I want to apologize for that joke uh, because I, I don't want to be accused of stuff like that and I, I don't have that in my heart I love people and uh, I, I'm a friendly lovable person and uh, obviously it comes off from the, listening to the podcast okay so there are things we wanted to get to today um, I wanted to review some stuff uh, I, I sometimes listen to the uh, Two Bears uh, Two Bears podcast with Burt Kreischer and Tom Sawara Tom Sawara you should pronounce it like the National Park. Like Saguaro National Park. It's not Tom Segura. 
That's a lie. It's Thompson War. Okay. So, uh, I sometimes listen to your mom's house podcast. I sometimes listen to Two Bears. And, um, which has been sucky lately. They've been busy and they just, they ha- they've been dialing it in, to be honest with you. Uh, last night I watched Sledgehammer with Tom Sawara and it was a really good special. It's his new Netflix special. It was super funny. I don't want to reveal anything about it. But one thing I love about Tom Sawara is that he's kind of like, he's kind of like, um, like a wet paper sack. Okay. He's kind of like dead inside and he's kind of like, uh, you know, he sneaks, he kind of sneaks up on you. It's very deceptive. Like he shows up and you're like, I can't, this guy isn't funny. He's a wet paper sack of a human being. He's fucking just bland. He's generic. I don't like him, you know? And then like, and, and that's his secret to his comedy is he kind of shows, you know, kind of like Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart's like that. And he's kind of dry and, you know, but then he'll sneak something in this real, well, this is how Tom Suarez is. He'll show up and you'll just be like, I don't know about this. And then, you know, then he'll slip something completely crazy and insane into the conversation. And, and I fucking loved every second of it. Uh, Sledgehammer was a great stand-up special way better than uh, Bert uh, Kreischer's uh, last stand-up special. And um, he was at this weird... And i seen a Louis C.K. stand-up special where at the same theater... It's like this weird... It's in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. It's like this weird stage that's circular and the audience is like on all around him. And he's like walking around doing his stand-up. And it was a really cool setup. Loved it. Uh, I love that theater, and one day I would love to just fly to Phoenix and go see, like, a show there, because I seen the um, Louis C.K. special there, I watched that one that's there, and that was a good one, too, and, uh, I don't know, it seems like it's always special when they do it there, and, you know, Louis C.K. was making fun of Phoenix, I've been to Phoenix, Arizona before, and he's, like, making fun of how there's nothing to do there, and how it's a shithole, and all this stuff, and I'm sitting there like, I know you're trying to be funny. I know it's, you know, but like me from being from Alabama, when I go to Phoenix, I'm like, this place is fucking awesome. Like this place is fucking like being from Alabama and going to Phoenix. You're like, holy fuck. This is the way these people are living. I'll, I'll switch the heat and humidity for the heat and dryness of uh, Phoenix where it's like 130 degrees and they're always having these homosexual pool parties everywhere. And you know, it's, um, yes, because that was going on while I was out there. I'd get on Grinder and they'd be like, everybody's like, hey, want to come over to the pool? I'm like, oh, oh shit, shit, sure. Sure. Of course I do. Of course I want to go skinny dipping in your pool. What are you talking about? Yeah, we're going to invited like 10 other guys. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously I want to come. Well, anyway, so Phoenix, Arizona, I don't know why it gets such a bad rap. It's actually a really cool town. I've been there. It's a cool place. Uh, I, I definitely live in Arizona. I love Arizona. Uh, went out to Tombstone Maws out there and uh, didn't get to go to Bisbee, which I want to go to Bisbee. Well, it's kind of an artsy community. I want to go down there one day. But anyway, it's a cool place. It's a real cool place. Uh, so we should uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't mock it too much. All right. So how did I get off of that? Anyway, new new Sledgehammer's great uh, with Tom Sawara. Um, I also watched uh, Burt Kreischer's new movie, The Machine. I did not finish it because it was fucking horrible. I don't know who wrote it. I don't know. It's a little heavy on the Burt. Look, I love Burt Kreischer. Okay, I just want to say this. I, I'm just being honest. I love Burt Kreischer. I think he's a funny guy. I, lo- I listen to his podcast. I like him as a person. I, I really do. But this movie sucked balls. The machine sucked balls. I hate to be negative. I hate to throw negativity away. But it's like, I don't know, the dialogue was bad. The plot was bad. Everyone seemed like they were dialing it in. The whole movie's like, kind of like Burt heavy. I think if it was Burt mixed in with a lot of other characters, it would have been a lot better. I think, you know, they went solely with like Burt's the star I've ever seen and no one else can come in and get in a line. I, I don't think that worked very well. And I just, I can't recommend this movie. I, I think it fucking sucked. 
I had a lot of hope in it. Apparently, they're making another movie called Fat Astronauts, and maybe that will end up being like a fun movie that we can all go see and laugh at. And, uh, but I just, I, there, there are some cool scenes in the movie. Don't get me wrong. There is a scene on the train that was really cool, but I didn't really laugh at it. Just everything just was kind of badly done, and it could have been better. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, so there's that. All right. There is that. And I guess that's all I'm going to talk about on that. I just want to review those because those, you know, sometimes when I have a thought, uh, I'll jot it down on my notebook and I'll be like, I'll eventually talk about that on, on the pod. Cause this pod's about anything and anything, anything and everything I want to talk about. And, um, that's, um, that's, that's just what the podcast is about. Uh, this episode is uh, sponsored by Vaseline and Palmol cigarettes. Uh, so if you like to smoke cigarettes, but you don't like the cost of cigarettes, you want a cheap, effective cigarette that's going to give you that nicotine delivery. Get you some Palmol cigarettes, all right? My grandfather smoked Palmol cigarettes. He smoked them every fucking day, and he's dead. But he didn't die because of the cigarettes. What he, what he died of is... Um, he didn't. He used a lighter. He used a lighter, and that's why he's dead. I, so basically, uh, you use matches when you smoke. So you, you light your cigarettes with matches, and that is the lighter that's giving you the cancer. Believe it or not, I actually heard this argument from someone once, um, and I just thought it was funny, and that's why I mentioned it. He's like, "No, nah, man, I'm not gonna get the cancer because I'm using matches. That uh, that lighter, man, it's got them chemicals in it." No chemicals in the matches. Nope. No carcinogens in the matches. Comes from that damn butane in that lighter is what it does. So I light up that cigarette with a match. No cancer. Mm-hmm. No cancer at all, motherfucker. Uh, but someone actually did make that uh, argument one day. And I was just like, well, that's interesting. I've never heard that. You are an intellectual, sir. Thank you for adding that to the conversation. And our sponsor is also Vaseline. After you enjoy that Palmol cigarette, you can lube up your asshole and get fucked by random strangers in a glory hole in a rest stop somewhere on the road. Right? Hadn't we all been there? Uh, so get your Vaseline. I've never used Vaseline for that purpose myself. I use uh, quality lubricant. Um, but, um, cause Vaseline's kind of, I don't know, like, I can't believe people would actually use it for that, but some people do. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of glory holes, someone, um, was asking me where the glory holes are in Alabama the other day. And I, I was like, um, well, I'm not like, I, I don't know. I don't know because I don't, I don't go to glory holes and. I don't know if there are any glory holes in Alabama. Uh, you know, I'm like, that's kind of like old-timey gay, I think. Like, I'm not old-timey gay. Like, I'm like, use my app and dating apps to go meet people, and that, I'm that gay. Like, I'm not, I'm not go out to a public park and go out in the woods and fuck gay. I'm not go meet up at a truck stop gay. I'm not, well, just going how I'm feeling on that. We'll, we'll just put an asterisk next to that one I'm not you know meet up in a, a fucking rest stop bathroom gay um, a lot of older gay men are and I think that that's a damn shame but you know I've seen it a lot on the road you know you'll go to a rest stop and there'll be like weirdos hanging out in the bathroom and and you're just like you know I just want to piss or shit and get out of here I don't I don't want to you know if you would have Hit on, if you would have just hit on me in the fucking Arby's a second ago, it would have seemed way more normal and healthy and productive. If you would have said, hey, can I have one of those cheese sticks, you sexy man? I would have been like, yeah, yeah, sit down. Have, have, have some fucking Arby's cheese sticks with me. That would have seemed more normal and healthy. But when you wait and you follow me into the bathroom... And you fucking, like, just whip it out in the back. Like, that's not... 
I'm not, no. I need to be romanced over some curly fries in the truck stop Arby's. Don't fucking be weird about it. Jesus. Eat a roast beef with me first. I'll, I'll fucking buy you the combo. I'll even have it large sized. Don't just be a weirdo and go in the bathroom and whip it out. I mean, Jesus, I got a fucking truck with a fucking bed in it. You wouldn't go in my truck, for Christ's sakes. Like, gentlemen. Alright? Stop being weird. How did I get on that rant? Anyway, oh yeah. Vaseline and Paul Mall cigarettes. Those are our sponsors of the week. Uh, the reason I'm talking about Vaseline and Paul Mall's is uh, the other day I was just randomly walking by a truck and I you know, happened to look down and in the truck was like an opened Vaseline container with a hole in it like somebody had stuck their damn dick in the Vaseline and right beside it was an open pack of Pall Mall cigarettes. And I'm like, okay, it looks like someone fucked the Vaseline and then maybe had a cigarette. And I'm like, that's just weird and disgusting. And I don't know why I even wrote this down. Why am I even talking about this? It's so uninteresting. But just, it's the small things in life that you have to take joy in that some weirdos out fucking a can of Vaseline and smoking cheap fucking cigarettes. You know, have some class. Have some fucking class. At least smoke a real cigarette, like a Marlboro Red. All right. Speaking of holes and stuff. Uh, the other day, I went to Sonic. And I ordered a Sonic Blast with uh, Reese's. They brought it out to me, and there was a hole in the middle of it. And this is how paranoid and fucked up in my head I am. Is... That looks like somebody just stuck their dick in my damn uh, Sonic Blast. Because I'm weird, like, restaurant. I'm paranoid. Like, I really examine shit to make sure nobody's fucked with my food. Because I've had a bad experience before. And I actually, like, call them back. I'm like, hey, why is there a hole in my fucking sonic blast and they're like oh that's where the ice cream machine mixes it up we didn't do nothing to it and i'm like well it kind of looks like you did something to it and i i ended up just asking for a refund because i'm like this is suspect to me like i i'm sorry i just like first off you brought it out i ordered a large you brought it out and it's like half full so i i, I this is actually a small in a large cup and then there's a fucking hole in it that's six inches deep. Like somebody stuck their fucking cock in it. And they're like, I swear that's from the ice cream machine. You're being crazy. Like, no, I'm not being crazy. You fucked my ice cream, buddy. You fucked my ice cream. So, yeah, I returned it. Maybe I'm an asshole. I guess I'm the asshole on that one. Surely they didn't, but it just, it pissed me off. First off, I'm getting half the ice cream that I'm supposed to get. Second off, it looked like somebody stuck their dick in it. So, judge me if you will. Judge me if you will. It's it's just not right. And uh, I've met a lot of weirdos lately, and I just, you know, I'm paranoid. And, uh, you know, once you've seen a can of Vaseline and Palma cigarettes with a hole in it and a truck, you're just like, you don't trust anything anymore, all right? So, may, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm a little crazy on that. So the other day I was in uh, a little place called uh, 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 Decatur, Alabama. Let me get a swig of sweet tea here. I was in Decatur, Alabama. And there was a bumper sticker that said, Excuse my driving, I'm thinking about centipedes. Excuse my driving, I'm thinking about centipedes. And I was listening to this, or listening to it, I was looking at this, and I'm like, what? What the fuck? What kind of fucking weirdo? Like, there's certain things that if you're into it, you're fucked up. I'm sorry, if you're into centipedes, you're fucked up in the head. If you're into, like, weird 
bugs that bite and are just no there used to be a show oh god what's going on now I don't know. There, there's so many weirdos out today. So this one guy's like running around the parking lot, throwing his hands up, being doing weird stuff. Uh, I'm actually recording both podcasts today, so I'm in the same place I was earlier. The other fucking weird Carmike guy left, and now there's this other long-haired guy running around, throwing his hands up, acting like he's in distress. And I'm like, God damn it! It's like, can I not just? There's so much mental illness in the world today. And I, I, I just like, I live like, or I'm like, do I want to know what this person wants? Now I'm being called by somebody on my phone. Well, anyway. Okay, so he's gone now. So may, maybe we can uh, get back to the podcast. So anyway, there's this bumper sticker. And it says, excuse my driving. I'm thinking about centipedes. And it actually has a picture of a centipede on it. And I'm just like, man, this is someone that I do not want to know. This is someone who is obviously like a Buffalo Bill type person who has a lady like in a hole in his basement uh, who who is not obliged and put the lotion on her skin. She needs to put the lotion on her skin, right? And that's that that's the weirdest thing I've seen while like I love looking at bumper stickers and tags, you know, like we had talked about the she boss tag uh earlier. The other day um I seen a tag that said uh something get WRX like he had a Subaru. The Subaru wasn't even a WRX and his tag said something like get WRXed. And I'm like, but you don't even have you don't have one. That's just a regular Subaru. I'm like, uh, it's kind of like you see the Salt Life stickers, and they're living in Nebraska. And it's like, what are you doing, people? What are you doing? This, this doesn't make any sense. Like you went to the beach once. You don't live the Salt Life, okay? Maybe it's a dream. Maybe I should just let it go. And like, they're dreaming about the beach. That's the life they want. And they're, they're. Like the centipede guy, they're wanting to live that life. Okay. So I just thought that was weird and I thought that'd draw their attention. Uh, if you see the centipede guy with the bumper sticker, um, please run him off the road and shoot him in the head because um, I, I just don't want to know what this person does in their spare time. Don't want to know about it. Don't care about it. I uh, think he's a fucking weirdo and I hope he dies. All right. So what else do we uh, need to get to today? Um, I wanted to go over some like some old shit that I never got to. Uh, I want to make fun of. Um, oh, I do have something I can talk about today. So I had bitched on a previous podcast about um, someone showing up and wanting an easement on my property. I own some land that I inherited. It's the only fucking thing I have in the world, and this fucking easement person kept showing up wanting me to sign these papers and I and there's more than me on the deed right so there's other people on the deed to this property and I told them I like don't sign any type of easement we don't want to give them access to the property it's Alabama power they're horrible uh, they're a horrible company they're, they're really sh- like anything you read about this company they are so horrible and I told them I'm not do I'm not signing anything for that company ever and, you know, my grandfather was like, oh, they're just going to come and take us to court and all this stuff, and they're going to get that easement. And so I'm like, I'm not signing it. Y'all do what y'all want. I'm advising you not to do it. Uh, but, you know, I can't force you to do anything. So I'm going to do what I do, and I'm going to say, no. No to that, Alabama Power. Fuck you. So I'm at work. I'm at work. This happened a couple of weeks ago, but I forgot to talk about it on the podcast. And this motherfucker shows up at my work saying, hey man, I got the paperwork for this easement right here. I need you to sign it. And I I just told him, I'm not signing that dude. Why are you at my work? And he's like, look, I drove four hours. I drove four hours from Atlanta. I don't know why he was coming from Atlanta. Apparently, he was a contractor working for Alabama Power. 
I drove four hours to meet you at your work. And I'm like, well, you know what? Most like intelligent people would actually call me before they drive four fucking hours to my goddamn work. Like you're just like insisting upon yourself. You're showing up and going, well, since I drove the four hours, you've got to automatically meet with me because he's calling me on my phone. I'm like, like, look, if you're at my actual work, I'm not going to meet with you. I want you to leave. I'm asking you to leave and leave me the fuck alone. He's like, well, let me send you all this. And I'm like, look, the paperwork you gave me is not specific at all. Like, it doesn't say what y'all are coming on the property for, what you're doing. It just says that y'all have a right to go within 20 feet of anything y'all fucking put on the property. And I'm like, well, it doesn't say what you're putting on the property, what you're doing. He's claiming that they're burying power lines. And I'm just like, yeah, but it's not specific to where they're going. There's nothing, there's no specifics here. So you can literally put shit anywhere you want to. And I'm not signing it, so go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, easement man. And he's like, well, or we're just gonna have to find another way to, to, cause you're blocking. If you don't sign it, you're blocking this guy at the end of the road from getting his power. And I'm like, well, he's got power now, so how am I blocking him from, you know? It's like it's fucking stupid. And so he's like, well, we're gonna have to run the lines a weird way and do all this stuff. And I'm just like, well, that's your fucking problem. Not my fucking problem. And apparently it turns out that he has no power whatsoever. He's not taking me to court. He's literally just going to have to get permission from someone else to run the power lines a different way. And I'm like, this could have... If my grandfather would have just like told him no when it first all started off, um, we could have avoided this whole situation of him showing up at my work and bugging me and my brother and everyone else. It's just, you know... the. This, these Alabama power people they just like right now there's a big to do in Alabama they're, they're like trying to like build a bunch of shit on a mountain and people in the community don't even want it but they're forcing it and you know they try to charge people for having solar panels and they, they try to force people to hook up to their power and I mean there's just a lot of problems with Alabama power and I, you know, it's like, well, if you're going to be a dick, I can be a dick too. And if I don't have to like sign off rights and give you more power than you need, I'm not going to. So go fuck yourself, Alabama power. Um, all right. Keep getting these weird calls from all over the place. So what else were we going to talk about? Uh, all right. So. Yeah, I'm tired. As you can tell, I'm tired now because I, I think I uh, uh, used my nut on the last episode. As you will, it gets worse and worse and worse as that last episode goes by. But anyway, so uh, oh god, they left me a goddamn uh, message. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm just gonna go through some movie reviews. Uh, I've seen a lot of movies. You know, Raul loves going to the movies, so I love taking him to the movies. So we go to the movies, right? Um, Got to make your, got to make your Guatemalan happy, right? Got to feed them tacos, you got to water them down with tequila, and you got to take them to movies. So, we went to the Flash. Uh, I, I just want to say, I completely forgive the guy that plays the Flash. Uh, what's his name? Uh, let, let me look. Uh, I done forgot his name. Let's see here. Uh, his problems are absolved as far as I'm concerned. Let's see here. The Flash. What's this dude's name? Why am I forgetting his name? Who plays Ezra Miller? Look, Ezra Miller might be a pedophile. He might have kidnapped a girl and took her to Vermont and raped her and did all kinds of horrible things. I don't know. He might do all kinds of drugs. He might have punched someone or slapped someone. But this was a good movie. <laughs> Look, The Flash was a good movie. I went to see it. Uh, there are some really amazing scenes in it. Um, whatever you think of Ezra Miller, I want them to make another movie because this one was so fun. And it was like, I think this is like one of the best Marvel movies I've seen in a while. It didn't make any money at the box office, probably because of the controversy over him. And 
I kind of want them to make another one. They just need to get him to sign something that says he won't like rape or do pedophilia or kidnap or slap or hurt anyone. Uh, you know, and then make the next one. You know, just like have a rule like, hey, don't you rape. Ezra, I know you want to rape. I, I know you want to kidnap that little Indian girl and take her off to Vermont, that little fat Indian genderqueer girl. But don't you do it. Because we got to make this next movie because this movie was a good movie. It was fun. I laughed. I had a blast. And we need another Flash movie. So Ezra, you got to keep your dick in your pants. You got to keep it away from that little fat genderqueer Indian that you kidnapped and took to Vermont. You got to keep it away from all these bitches that you're constantly hitting and punching in the face. Don't do any of that stuff. Just don't hit anybody. Don't do anything crazy. Don't do any drugs. Just... Don't do that so we can get a second Flash movie. Uh, I'll overlook it all if you just be on your best behavior for the next couple of years, all right? And then you can go crazy. Go crazy after we get a couple of films, because I really enjoyed this one. All right. So go see The Flash. I highly recommend it. I give it a two thumbs up. I also seen um, uh, No Hard Feelings the other day. And that was a really good movie. Um, really loved it. Me and Raul were laughing the whole time. There are scenes that... Uh, what's that bitch's name? Uh, I can't think of anything today. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. There are scenes that Jennifer Lawrence did in this movie that I'm like... I don't know how much they had to pay her to do this stuff, but absolutely hilarious. I don't know if they used like a body double or what, but just absolutely insane stuff that they did in the movie. And uh, it's like, it kind of reminded me of something like the Farley brothers would do. You know, it kind of reminded me of, uh, was the San Francisco kid and, you know, all those funny comedies the Farley brothers did. Um, so that, that's what I would kind of, that's kind of the vein of the movie that it would be in. It would be in the vein of like a Ben Stiller comedy almost, only it's with Jennifer Lawrence. And she's hilarious in it, and this little kid she's fucking in the movie. Basically, the whole movie's about her fucking a little kid. She fucks like, I forget how old he is, he's going off to college, but he's nerdy, and his parents hire her to fuck him and fuck his brains out, that way he'll come out of his shell. And it just ended up being just a fun, feel-good movie. And uh, I think more people need to go see movies about adults fucking children. Right? Don't you want to see more movies about adults fucking children? I joke. I joke. I'm joking. I'm going to turn into like um, the comic insult dog. <laughs> I'm joking. All right. So, uh, you know, just like Call Me By Your Name, that was a great movie. And it was about like, you know, a 30-year-old fucking an 18-year-old or 17-year-old, whatever he was. It was in Italy. They have different rules. It's not... It's not a bad thing there. It's good to fuck a 17-year-old in Italy. Just like it was good for Jennifer Lawrence to fuck this 18 or 19-year-old or whatever he was. And she helped him get out of his shell. She helped him get over all his hang-ups and get out of his house and live his life and, and believe in himself because she gave him she gave him the badge. All right. So go see that movie. I went to see Transformers in Kentucky. Uh, I couldn't stay awake. There was a lot of cool shit in it, but I just couldn't. I, it's been a long day. I drove for so long. I fell asleep during the movie. I felt like an asshole because we were with, me and Raul were with another uh, uh, gay couple, and uh, I just couldn't stay awake. I felt like a weirdo, and it was weird because we were in Kentucky, went to see Transformers, fell asleep. Uh, it would probably be good if I was awake, but I just couldn't stay awake. And I did like all the weird animals like the weird animal transformer things. Those were cool. But we were with another couple. We were with uh, his uncle and uh, his boyfriend. And they were like the weirdo Kentucky version of us. Because it's literally like this guy that lives in Kentucky. And he looks like me. Only he's a realtor. And he's like, you know what I like? I just... I, all I want to do is eat some Cracker Barrel, maybe occasionally go to the Olive Garden, have a cigarette, and fuck my Guatemalan boyfriend, and maybe sell a house or two because I'm a realtor. That's what I like doing. That's what I'm about. That's what I'm about here in Kentucky. And he's got the Kentucky accent like the Mitch McConnell. And I'm like, damn, you're like 
you're like the bizarro version of me in another world and you've got a Guatemalan boyfriend which is Raul's uncle and it's like I just want to eat I just want to go to the Olive Garden have a salad smoke a cig fuck my Guatemalan boyfriend talk on the phone about real estate and then maybe go see the stupid Transformers movie and he takes a drag off his cigarette I'm like huh so this is me in another life where I'm a realtor okay so yeah we went up there and did all that met his uncle they were they were wonderful nice people they were a little reserved you know because me I was just like you know I guess sometimes I get I don't know sometimes I get too comfortable around certain people and I'm just you know joking around and saying crazy stuff and they're just kind of like uh-huh and and you know I thought they were older than me because they were so reserved and kind of like chill and just like old seeming and you know I'm, I'm sitting there making all kinds of crazy jokes and everything and I just assumed because of the way they act they were older than me I'm like oh they're in their like 40s right they're like in their late 40s you know that's me and Raul like a decade from now you know is what I was thinking and then Raul's like honey they're like 30 I'm like, excuse me? So I'm I'm like a decade older than them? And they're like, he's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're like, you know, rocking the cradle on me. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm older than your uncle and his realtor boyfriend that gets really excited about the Olive Garden. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, different strokes for different folks, but at least, at least... He was able to talk them into going, because I really did want some pancakes from Cracker Barrel. So he was able to talk these two Guatemalans into going to Cracker Barrel, which was a great thing. I always respect someone who can talk Guatemalans into eating uh, Southern food, uh, because all they ever want is tacos and Chinese food. But uh, anyway, how did I get off on that from Trent? That, that's, look, we were in Kentucky. When you're in Kentucky, you do as the Kentuckians do. You go to Cracker Barrel, you go to Olive Garden, and then you go see Transformers in a rundown shitty theater in Kentucky. That's what we did, all right? So, and it wasn't Bowling Green. This was actually another part of Kentucky, a rural part of Kentucky. As soon as we showed up, we were like, God damn, we are in the 1950s again. I swear to God, there's still segregation in this town. That's how fucking backward it was. All right. I'm going to try to clear everything on this list, even though I'm already 42 minutes in, and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, I got, so, uh, is that the last of the movie reviews? Oh, I'll talk about a show. Bupkis! Bupkis! Uh, you need to watch this show called Bupkis. It has Joe Pesci. It has, um, Steve Buscemi. It has Simon Rex. Remember Simon Rex? He used to make porn videos back in the day under a different name. But he's also an actor, uh, which they're very good porn videos if you haven't seen them. He's very talented in that area. But great show. Dave Attell shows up. It's about, uh, and again, I just, I cannot remember people's name. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. But this show. So, Pete Davidson, yeah. It's a show about Pete Davidson. Uh, Joe Pesci is his grandfather, and they get into all kinds of hijinks. Perfect casting on this show. It's really, really fun show to watch. I highly suggest it. So, please, if you get the time, go watch Bupkis. You'll, you'll have a blast. You're going to love it. Um, and I'm just going to run through this list really quick because I really want to, like, I've got a list of stuff that's been just sitting on the list for a long time of stuff to like bitch about on the podcast, and that was one of them. Uh, yeah, Bupkis, watch it. I also watched another movie called Sanctuary, and it has a dude that was in Girls in it, and he's like hired this girl to role play, and I'm not even sure where the role play begins and ends, and it's one of those movies where it starts and they're doing all this weird sexual shit and role playing shit, which is hot. And I really enjoyed that part. I didn't like the ending. But it is a very interesting movie. It was made by the production company Neon, I think, or something like that. And it was kind of like what... You know, it's kind of like a... Uh, almost like an A24 movie, in a way. Uh, it was different. And I liked it. And uh, I, I wish... 
Hollywood would make it's called like a chamber movie you know where it's all like it all takes place in this one room or well this one apartment and it's just them going back and forth and you don't know where the movie's going and you don't even know I'd have to rewatch it I wasn't paying attention too well like was all of this part of the role playing the sexual role playing what what is actually going on or did the ending actually happen I don't know I don't know. You know, it's one of those movies where you're guessing the whole time, like, where the fuck is this going? So I do give it credit for that. Uh, so if you get the chance to watch Sanctuary, it's a sexy movie with sexy people. And sometimes the conversations and the dialogue and the things going on are kind of borderline annoying. But I respect it because it's like, you get tired of the same lame old shit that Hollywood's producing, and this was definitely something different. Um... I'm tired of, like, Elon Musk. This is the next thing we're going to talk about. I'm tired of Elon Musk. I'm tired of Twitter. I'm tired of, like, lies. You know, I'm tired of, like, obvious lies that people tell. Okay, I had to take a chug of sweet tea. And one thing I've noticed um, is that Elon Musk and Twitter are claiming that Tucker Carlson's getting, like, 100 million views on Twitter. I don't believe that at all. And Tucker Carl- Tucker Carlson is a liar. He's kind of a piece of shit. He supports wars, but then claims to be anti-war. He's just against the Ukrainian war because Biden likes it. And that's not a good reason to be against Like, there's lots of good reasons to be against the Ukraine war. But being against it just because Biden is the president is just dumb and stupid. And, like, I think... Tucker has pointed out some things that are like complete bullshit, you know, like and I I think that some of the stuff that he covered was important and he was kind of different on Fox News, like he would talk about different subjects like, you know, UFOs and and some of the stuff you don't hear people criticizing Biden for, which I think are important like, you know, not having primary debates and, you know, his son that Hunter Biden story is a real story and he is a crackhead and you know, they found cocaine in the White House this week. And I'm like, well, that stuff should be talked about, right? But he's still a lying piece of shit and still just a horrible human being. And Elon Musk put him on Twitter and now he's uh, spreading lies on Twitter. And they're claiming that they're getting like 100 million views, which is complete, utter nonsense. Like, is anything Elon Musk ever say true? I mean, he's just kind of retarded and I'm just tired of hearing from him and... I kind of just, uh, it's just kind of annoying, you know? Um, but I just want to get to that. I don't believe that Tucker Carlson's getting 100 million views on Twitter. I just, I don't believe it. Uh, everything, you'll notice what Elon Musk, everything he says is kind of like exaggerated. You know, like there's videos of him like, yeah, this, uh, glass on this car is bulletproof and then he'll like break it right in front of everybody and be like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen. It's like, because he's full of shit. He's completely full of shit. But you have these people who are obsessed, like, they're Elon musk aholics. They're fans, and they just, they'll believe anything he says, when even when the truth is, like, right in front of them. And what he's saying is obviously not true, you know? Like, he's been saying for years that my job's going to be replaced by automation. And it's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Any, spend a week being a truck driver, and you would know what... What they can't even get our GPSs to work right now, and you think they're going to have a self-driving car running off a GPS? I mean, it's so silly. And then you have weather on top of that, and then you have route changes and and logistics issues. Sometimes, as truck drivers, there's snow, there's issues that there's floods, there's issues that cause problems, there's traffic, there's road construction that the GPS doesn't know about. There's, uh, you'll actually get to facilities that you're supposed to deliver to, and they'll go, ah, we can't, we can't have you deliver that right now. And I'm like, huh? And they'll be like, you got to go over here, go over there, wait till this time, wait till that time. You know, there's all kinds of logistical issues that happen on a day-to-day basis in trucking, which he doesn't, he seems to think it's just driving a, a truck from point A to point B. And yeah, maybe that technology will work good on a yard somewhere, like for a yard dog, but. It's not going to work out over the road in the north. In the, it's not going to work in the northeast. Let's just be honest. It's not going to work there. So fuck you and fuck your stupid ideas. You're a stupid asshole. And he's even got people believing that we're going to Mars. 
It's like you're not going to put a person on Mars. You're a fucking grifter. Well, anyway. As I said earlier, this show's about positivity, so I'm going to move on from that. I also watched Evil Dead Rise. And Evil Dead Rise um, is a great movie. It's a great movie. It has a bunch of jump scares. It has a bunch of gory, gross stuff. It does its job. It does its job. So, if you want to see a really good horror movie... Now, I was really drunk, and uh, I did end up falling asleep. But what I seen while I was awake and drunk was really good. And so, I, I do have to rewatch it. But Evil Dead Rise, go watch it. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm going to get this list cleared. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I want to give a shout-out to Jordan Peterson. Um... Jordan Peterson uh, has recently went on a just a very long like he's working for some right wing website now and he's like focusing solely on like gay rights and and you know it's just weird that he's the guy that does it because he's obviously a latent homosexual Jordan Peterson is a latent homosexual and what I mean by that is that he's an obviously gay man parading around as a straight man and just, just look at him. I mean, look at his hair. He's, he does his hair. He comes up dressed in like Versace and fucking all kinds of like designer outfits. He, he looks like a goddamn DC villain most of the time when he shows up. He'll show up in a fucking tuxedo on Joe Rogan. He'll show up in a tuxedo that's like red on one side and black on the other. And he's just always like dressing elaborately like he's going to a fucking fashion show but he's always like spreading all this like Milo Yiannopoulos. He's he's kind of like that, like where he's like an obvious gay man who's like shitting on gay people and transgender people, and it, it's just like one of these things where it's like it's so obvious. Like, dude, you're mad. Just like I talked about in the last episode, that guy sending all that negativity my way because I was asking about what local gay bars and LGBTQ friendly places and businesses there were in Montgomery because I wanted to patronize these places so I could be around cool, collected, like-minded, open-minded people like me where I could make some friends, maybe, you know, maybe even have a threesome with somebody. I don't know. You know, why can't I ask where the gay people are at in Montgomery? I don't see the problem with it. And, you know, of course, he comes out bitching me out and saying I'm a, you know, victimhood mentality, you know, weak, you know, safe space liberal and I'm like, dude, I'm just just wanting to fucking like go have some drinks at a place and not have my shit spit in, you know? And uh, eventually it comes out, and he starts like, well, I get people call me this and call me that and treat me bad every day. I don't let it get bad to me. And I'm like, oh, well, that's what this is about. That's what this is about. Like, First off, I've never said that anyone's making fun of me or getting to me or, you know, I've never said any of this. You have your own issues that you're bringing to my bullshit. And I don't understand what your bullshit has to do with my bullshit. All I want to do is go to a bar, have a have a fucking Singapore sling, have a fucking mimosa, have a, a margarita, a marg, and maybe have a conversation about, I don't know, Ryan Gosling. All right, playing Ken and Barbie. That, that's all I want to do. I can't do that in all these other places. I can't go to fucking, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I can't go to John's Barbecue in Moulton, Alabama and go, Hey, don't you want to go down on fucking Ryan Gosling as Ken and Barbie? Like, I can't do that in John's Barbecue in fucking Moulton. I gotta find an appropriate place to talk about Ryan Gosling's asshole and how I want to lick it, right? But this guy completely didn't understand that he was making it about, and you know, then he started bitching and whining. Oh, I'm a victim. I'm a victim, and it's like, oh, you're the one accusing me of being a victim just because I asked where the fucking LGBTQ friendly places are, and now you're on here fucking bitching about being a victim. It's like, what the fuck? And you eventually come to the conclusion that he's just, you know, mad that he's not getting the attention and we're not talking about his victimhood because that's how it always happens just like with Jordan Peterson he's bitching and whining about gay and trans people while he himself just wants to suck some cock 
And just like this guy bitching about me asking where the gay bars are in Montgomery, he's bitching about me because he wants to suck a cock because he wants to be the victim and he's accusing me of being the victim even though I never said anything about being a victim. It's insanity. So I just want to call out Jordan Peterson on his bullshit. And, uh, okay, we're, we're almost done with the list. I promise I will end this podcast soon. I apologize for how crazy I am today. So, one last thing uh, that I want to say is, uh, did you have a BB gun as a child? We all had BB guns as a child. My, my parents were like, you, you don't need a BB gun. You don't need a BB gun. And I ended up eventually, uh, they'll be like, you'll shoot your eye out. You'll do this. You'll do that. And I'm like, no, I'm going to, you know, I'm like 10 years old. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a fucking adult. I can use, I can fucking do whatever I want. I can get a BB gun, whatever, whatever, you know. Sorry, I had to get some more tea. My, my throat is hoarse and dry because I've been talking, because I did two podcasts today. So, um, please listen to the last podcast, episode 50, and listen to this one as well. But they were both done the same day, so. But anyway, I used to think, why are they treating me like a child? Why can't I have my BB gun? Well, they didn't want me to have my BB gun because they loved me and they didn't want me to hurt myself. That's why they didn't let me to have a BB gun. But now we're in a completely different situation where literally people are not only allowing their kids to have uh, BB guns, they're allowing them to have shotguns and assault rifles and everything else. And they're like, you ain't going to tell me that I can't let my kid have a goddamn assault rifle. It's their fucking right. I want them to go out in the yard and fucking shoot up the neighbor's dog with a fucking assault rifle fuck you you don't believe in america and i you know the only thing i come in this is like these people are either like very narrow-minded shallow people that don't think about what can go wrong like because to me i have the brain where i like everything that can go wrong will go wrong and nowadays like people like letting their kids running around with guns i'm just like what the fuck like did their parents not love them like they're literally out buying guns I'm like, uh, it's just, it's, it's kind of insane. And, and that's the only point I'm trying to make. My parents didn't allow me to have a BB gun. And I look back at that and I go, well, the reason they didn't allow me to have BB guns is because they loved me and they didn't want me to hurt myself. And then you have parents nowadays that are like, well, if he can't fucking go out and podcast about QAnon and shoot his goddamn assault rifle in public, I don't, I don't even, I don't know what to do. This ain't America no more if my kid can't go shoot up a bunch of kids in the school. What the fuck? And I just, I, I just, I won't be honest. If you let your kid run around with a gun on super, it's different teaching them how to hunt and letting them, you know, that's different. And it's also, kids are different. You know, some kids are very immature like I was, and then some kids are very mature. But letting kids run around with guns unsupervised, even BB guns, you don't love your kid. I'm sorry, you just don't love your kid if you're letting that happen. You're just kind of a piece of shit. But I'm going to move on from that point. Because I wrote down so much stuff that's like all over the place and just like, why the fuck? Why the fuck is she ranting about all this? It just is what it is. I, 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 wrote, I write down stuff and then I don't get to it and it just builds up and builds up. So I'm going to clear the list. And apparently, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, they have found all the elements of life on a moon called Ensalada that orbits Saturn. So we've sent a rover to Mars and I'm like, but why, if it has all, if it has everything it needs to have life and DNA, why, why are we not like immediately trying to get something to Ensalada to see this fucking planet? You know, we got all these idiots paying attention to Grush and all these allegations that we've got aliens in possession and the foreign governments and all this stuff and we've you know it's obviously like bullshit stories and it's a poison pill and I got bitched out about this on a thread on, on an app 
it's a poison pill. This grew stuff, all these people coming forward saying that the government has alien bodies and they're interdimensional and all this. It's a poison pill. They're using this to distract from something. They're using, There's so many reasons why all this is going on. Because they keep saying like, oh, there's a... That, you know, we, we've got this high-up government guy who's obviously, if you see videos of him, he's a weird fucking guy. They posted a video of him the other day. Apparently he's got autism. I don't hold that against him. I, I, I feel sorry for him. But I don't think he's the best person to be going for information. But apparently he did have high-up clearance. Apparently some of these people that they've got that are supposed to come forward to this hearing coming up in July have high-up clearances. And they claim that there's like alien bodies and alien craft and all this crazy shit. I don't believe it. I think it's a poison pill. And I think they're using it to set back the UFO community. Because I'm perfectly willing to believe that there is some kind of probe or material that got here from another place in the universe. I'm completely on board with that thought. You know, they have that Harvard professor that's out scouring Avi Loeb. He's out scouring the ocean trying to find stuff that might have came here from another planet. And he did find some spirals or something like that that are anomalous or whatever. He's anomalous. I can't speak today. I've, I've talked too much today. But anyway, just know that that's the way to go, is to go out and actually prove it. You know, like all these allegations, I'm hoping this hearing goes well, but I don't think it's going to. I think that they're going to bring, some people have filled background checks that they were wanting to bring in front of Congress. And I think eventually it's going to come out that this guy was, this guy's just insane and was listening to dumb people and, and, um, I think it's going to set the UFO community back. I think it's going to set back the search for extraterrestrial life back. And we need to focus on places like Ensalada around Saturn. Send a probe. Try to find life. We need to be looking for signs of life everywhere. That needs to be like the goal for NASA. is just to find life somewhere out in the universe. Because I don't believe we're alone. That's my one religious belief in life. Is we're not alone. And I think that... Um, that's what I'm going to leave you with this week. We are not alone, and somewhere out there in the universe, there's intelligent life. I don't think it's, it's probably not humanoid like us, but there's probably some kind of intelligent life that can make things, make machines and tools, and manipulate their environment. And maybe they're more advanced than us, maybe they're behind us, I don't know, but I guarantee you the probability that there's intelligent life out there somewhere is very high, most people believe that. I think even Sam Harris said that this week. There's intelligent life somewhere out there. The probability is just it's too high that it exists. So that's the positive thought of the week that I will leave you with. Is that there is life out there. We need to find it. We need to. Our goal needs to be able to reach out and find life out there in the universe. And even find signs of uh, things that have come here from far off here on earth we need to be investigating the earth's crust and core we need to be investigating the oceans we need to be scouring the earth for for things that might point to uh life from another planet or from coming from another planet instead of all this nonsense like conspiracy theory weirdo shit where we're talking about interdimensional beings and just weird dumb shit that's not happening you know, they, the other day I was listening to a podcast, they interviewed this guy that made that movie Communion. And I'm like, that guy is mentally ill. We need to focus on things that can actually be real instead of all this stupid bullshit. Like, you know, just focus in on facts and zero in on the facts and see what we can prove. And that's what I'm going to leave with you with this week. I'm sorry for all the negativity this week. I'm sorry about all the rage that I exhibited, that I unleashed on the world. Uh, I wish you a good weekend. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to Bowling Green, Warul. I'm hoping that uh, Lost River Cave is not going to be closed. It was closed last time. We weren't able to go through it. I want to see that goddamn cave. I want to ride on that boat in that cave. And I want to uh, have a wonderful time with my boyfriend. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I love you all. I want to thank the few listeners that listen to this podcast, some overseas, some here in the States. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm going to 
try to continue to do this every week. Uh, I kind of view it as my therapy every week, just getting out all my grievances. And I want to thank you for listening, and hopefully it entertained you, and hopefully you can laugh at my pathetic life uh, that I leave, that I lead. Uh, And I'm getting tongue-twisted over my words because I've spoke so much today. Uh, So have a good week. Uh, Go out and pour you a glass, pour you a beer, and just enjoy your life. Be friendly, be positive, and uh, love everyone you're around. And let, let them know that you love them. All right. Love you. Bye.